هون لگل اس بی اس راڈیو بشی کردینه Today, my guest is music artist Vivian Nouri, who is professionally known as Nouri. Welcome to SBS Kurdish Nouri and welcome to Sydney. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Nouri, I guess my first question would be, what brings you to Sydney? <laughs> well, I actually wanted a break from working because I was working in Melbourne for three months, working on this new project that I'm going to release soon. And I was working for three months straight and we were in a lockdown while I was doing all of that. So I kind of wanted a little bit of a holiday and Sydney was open and my best friend is here. So I decided, let me go to Sydney. And oh, so been, you've been here for three months. Yeah, I've been in Australia for almost five months. Nuri, what can you tell us about your first debut EP and um, how many songs does it consist of? So this EP is basically like a breakup EP. It's very heartfelt. You might cry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know I have. <laughs> and it should be released early next year. But I will be releasing a couple of songs from it right before then. So end of November should be the first song. And there's about six songs on the EP. So why did you say it would make me or other people cry because you said you cried so what <laughs> it's just <laughs> it's just a very sad ep it kind of goes through the motions of what you kind of go through in a relationship from the beginning right to the end whether it's ended or and that's kind of what i was writing about obviously i have a personal connection to this ep but i feel like a lot of people would be able to relate to it like my best friend listened to it and she started crying and i was like <laughs> what just happened <laughs> and it was great though because I love that reaction that's kind of the reaction that I wanted and do you have a favorite song from that EP oh that's a hard one I think I do I actually no I don't yeah see th- I'm gonna be like this for the next hour trying to choose a favorite <laughs> but I do think the first song is one of my favorites which is called no one else So you said you're working on a project at the moment and you'll be releasing a couple of songs from this project next month, November. Yes. yes. What is so secretive about this project that um, you don't want secret- to tell me about it? <laughs> no, I can tell you about it. I think it's just I've been asked to release a project for so long and you know everyone kind of just thinks I'm releasing one song or two songs, but I'm finally giving everybody a project, which I've wanted to do for a while as well, but it's just so difficult especially in these kind of COVID times, kind of create a project and be in love with it and be happy with it and just kind of working to get it out. And I'm finally at a point where I am able to do that. I haven't told anyone I'm actually releasing a project, um, what the name is or what the name of the songs are, which I did. I just told you one was called No One Else. Uh-huh. <laughs> so you've got that experience. Yeah, I've got that. <laughs> <laughs> But it's not so secretive. It's just that I haven't actually publicly announced that I'm releasing a project, but I will be doing that soon anyway, though it's So you've mentioned COVID-19 pandemic earlier. You know, it has impacted on almost all industries. Um, How did it affect you as an artist? Well, I'm in a position where I actually got lucky. So at the beginning, it was kind of just trying to figure out how everything worked and, you know, everything just moving to online and your online recording sessions. And it it was difficult because I've never done that. I don't think anyone's done that before. 
and just because I spent most of my career in and time in LA, I was trying to do Zoom sessions with the producers over there and taking the meetings over Zoom and everything like that. And then I was just trying to figure out how I could physically do this again because I just missed that physical interaction, even if it was just one person in the studio. And I connected with someone in Melbourne who has a studio and is now part of my team. And you know, I, when I got to Melbourne, I was able to be in the recording studio almost every single day. So that's why I say I got very, very lucky. It was in within my five kilometers. And I was just like, this is all God right now because I was going crazy trying to figure out how to get this project done physically somewhere rather than over, you know, a computer because it just the yeah. quality was just not going to be what I wanted. And Nuri, why did you choose Melbourne for this project? You couldn't do it in LA? So I could have gone back to LA to do this. It was just the producers I was working with for the CP were in New Zealand and in Australia. And I just wasn't sure about LA in that moment of time just because everything still was very uncertain and... You know, my mom was like, they have COVID there. And I was like, let me listen to her. And I was just like, okay, I'll go to Australia. And she was like, okay, that's fine. It's like right over there. And I was like, okay, perfect. Everyone's happy. Nuri, as a young artist, uh, what advice would you give to young people who want to chase their dreams? I would say you really, really have to believe in yourself because if you don't believe in yourself, how do you expect the next person to? Or, you know, every day you have to get up, regardless whether it's going good or bad, you have to want it that badly and you have to believe in yourself that badly that you know that you can do it without having even anyone on your team. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, that's how I started. Everyone told me I couldn't do it. And if I listened to them, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing. So I guess it's really just believing in yourself working hard, being strong, because, you know, every single industry, I guess, you have to start from somewhere. So you really have to be strong and persistent and consistent in wanting, you know, your dream and wanting it to become a reality. So, yeah, just believing in yourself and working hard and don't take bad days as discouragement or wanting to give up. I would just, it just makes you stronger and makes you, you know, carry on to the next day and then just kind of keep looking forward and don't look back. As an artist and especially one of Kurdish background, Nuri, what obstacles in your career have you faced, if any? Um, I really don't see anything as an obstacle. I do. I am very cautious about kind of how I dress or what might rub people the, the wrong way, just in terms of our culture and everything like that. Mm. But. I haven't tried to see it as an obstacle. I've just tried to kind of break some boundaries. And, you know, with my first video, which was where do we go from here? And I was with a guy and I was kind of scared putting that out. And the one person I showed it to was my mom because I was like, once I get her reaction, I'll know the whole Curtis yes. Nation's reaction. <laughs> um, and she was just like, it is your work. She's like, it might rub some people the wrong way. But I was just like, I can't keep moving forward in my career thinking about all of that kind of stuff and kind of let that dictate what I do and what I don't do now I am very more cautious about that because I do respect the culture so much and I've tried to tone that down a bit and it's not even about that really for me anymore it's about making great music and making it very visually appealing so I guess the cultural barriers would be an obstacle Mm -hmm. But I've tried to just kind of break some of those boundaries because I do feel like we're evolving and we're kind of more open to a lot more things. 
So I'm hoping it, it does go that way and that others don't see it as it's a shame mm-hmm. rather than seeing it as art and it's work. Nuri, you know, being of Kurdish background and many people ask, um, would you be releasing or are you thinking of singing in Kurdish? Yes, actually I am. All right. Um, yeah, I've actually been wanting to do that for a very long time. And I'm speaking with a Kurdish producer at the moment and talking about doing at least three songs in Kurdish and then one in Kurdish and English and just kind of mixing it up. But that's for sure in the near future I'm, I'm working so on So that's it. your next project after this for project? For sure, for sure. I was trying to do it before this project, but mm-hmm. just because of COVID and everything, it kind of pushed it back a little bit. But that'll definitely be the one after this. Now, how is um, your Kurdish uh, language? Um, it's it's decent. Yes. <laughs> I've never lost the language because my mom always makes sure she speaks to us in Kurdish and makes sure we don't forget it. Yeah, I would say it's decent. I know how to understand. I know how to speak to a certain degree back <laughs> in Kurdish. Well, Nuri, it's been a pleasure having you on SBS Kurdish and thank you for sharing your thoughts with us. And maybe next time you're in Sydney, you'll be our guest in the studio. We wish you all the best in your career. Thank you so much. Love to pass. Thank you, SBS, for having me. I really, really do appreciate it. And I would love to come to the studio to actually meet you all in person and do another interview. Do you mind, do you mind, my, my, my. بابتي دي كي وك اما بي بي ستي جورايرا لسر ابو بودكاست جوجل بودكاست سبوتيفاي يان لهر كيويك بودكاست كانت بدس دهينيت